which looked onto the street below. A wooden table and two chairs were stationed in front of them. One tall dresser sat between the bathroom door and a closet. A miniature refrigerator stood next to the table. An old TV sat on top of it, with a desk fan set on the TV. The center of the room was filled with a queen-size bed. One bed. I ignored the thought and walked over to the restroom. We had shared a bed many nights, but the last time was different. It was uncomfortable and tense, and it took me a long time to fall asleep. I peered into the bathroom. It had an old claw tub with a clear plastic hanging curtain, a pedestal sink and toilet. Simple, but efficient. We'll take it. Ryder spoke in Spanish to the clerk. He nodded. There is also a community bathroom at the end of the hall. No kitchen, but there is a hot plate in your closet. Of course. Where else would you keep a hot plate? I'm Diego, and live in the first apartment on the main level if you need me, he said to us in Spanish, dropping the keys on the table before shutting the door. I hadn't seen Riker glamour him, but I knew Diego wouldn't have left without payment. We both stood in silence for a moment. We were finally safe, for the moment anyway. Exhaustion pressed down on my shoulders, lowering me into the chair at the table. Everything I discovered in the past few hours crept into my head. So, what's for lunch? Sprig jutted his head out of my bag. It's past lunch here. I unlooped the bag from my neck and set him on the table. He crawled out, squatting back on his hindquarters and looked at me with his huge brown eyes. Then dinner? His little face tilted to the side as he clasped his hands together in a hopeful plea. His long tail curled around his feet. Sprig? Riker warned, crossing his arms. What? I am hungry. You know how cranky I get if I don't eat. I put my head in my hands. The video of Daniel came flooding back in my head. Experiment. Dying. Sprig, shut up. Riker lowered himself on the bed, lying back. But it smells like churros. He sniffed the air. I love churros. Tears filled my eyes and I quickly looked at the floor. Sprig! Riker bellowed from the bed. What? I said shut up, he growled. Sprig huffed and was about to turn his back to the Viking when he saw my face. Wait! You cry? I had been crying a lot lately for me but only one person so far had seen me do it, the man across from me. What don't you understand about shutting up? Riker sat up, glaring at Sprig. Riker's face was so severe, even I scooted back in my chair. He never stopped being intimidating, but I could see past it, most of the time. Right now, he was back to being terrifying. He could make a sumo wrestler cower in the corner with one look. I was merely asking. Sprig crossed his arms in a huff, twisting away from Riker. Asshat, he mumbled under his breath. I swiveled in my seat to address Sprig. Let's say you are not the only experiment in this room. What? They dissected you, too? Not exactly. They created me from scratch, I explained. Unfortunately, I came with a defect one that will kill me. 
It was strange to say it out loud, but it was true. At any moment, my mind and body could decide it had enough. It had been only hours earlier I learned Daniel Holt Sr., under Dr. Opava's orders, created me in a lab. A seer egg and sperm from a donor were cooked in a tube and then mixed in a dish to produce stronger seer babies. But then something went wrong, and the babies were born with a fault in their makeup. My makeup. I swallowed, feeling the truth swell my tongue. Daniel said most of the babies died right away but a handful who did survive past their teens, including me, were slowly dying from this flaw. DMG had known about it and ignored the results and Dr. Holt's objections. Dr. Rapava, who ran the DMG, would stop at nothing to produce a massive seer army to combat the threat of Fae. Seers could see Fae aura and were not fooled by the...